The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Oh, hello. Welcome back for another episode of Speaking with Confidence. And I love that you're listening or watching this episode because, yes, I'm going to talk about how to host and run meetings that don't suck. Because, goodness gracious me, don't we all need less meetings that suck? Look, I know over the last couple of weeks I've been talking about moderating panels and it got me to thinking as I sat in a meeting that was a little lacklustre, I thought, well, hang on a second. A meeting isn't that dissimilar to a panel. A meeting has different people. They have different ideas. They have different perspectives. And whilst they might not be pulled together to entertain or to build profile, they are generally brought together to solve problems make progress in in my Pollyanna idealistic way, I would also argue that people are brought together in meetings to make an impact and to make a positive change. So I started wondering, well, what if I brought some of my moderating philosophy into running meetings? So I want to, you know, it, it It took me down a very interesting path of thought, I'll be honest, because I don't know about you, but when I'm planning for a meeting, I will plan an agenda. We have an agenda template. You list out who's going to attend. You list out the time that it's going to run from. And you list out the things that we're going to discuss. It's a bit of a, you know, it's a bit of a tick list, isn't it? Really? We'll discuss this. We'll discuss that. Even pulling together the agenda kind of is boring and uninspiring. When I'm preparing for a panel, however, my approach is completely different. I'll I'll identify my outcome first. I'll begin with the end in mind. I'll ask myself what kind of conversation or, or where all of these people can bring a different perspective. I'll identify some questions that I want answered. And then I'll kind of think about the different perspectives that I want to draw out of my panellists to, well, to stimulate a conversation and to stimulate a shift in thinking. I might also, when I'm preparing for a panel, I'll actually identify specific questions that I might ask each of my panellists to achieve or to land at the outcome that I identified at the beginning interesting wouldn't that be an interesting way to approach a meeting and then I got to thinking again that when I'm running a meeting we tend to sit around a table or a virtual table these days but you know we kind of put ourselves around a boardroom table and we quite literally just 
tick things off. Everybody walks in with their pen and their paper and maybe their computer and they take notes. But with a panel, well, boy, when I'm preparing for a panel, I'm thinking about what's going to be a visually appealing experience for both my panellists as well as for the audience. What's going to be interesting or engaging? Do I need slides? I generally don't use slides in panel conversations, but that's another conversation. Do I need visual aids? Um, How do I make sure that everyone can see everyone? We don't put that same amount of thought into our meetings. And I'm certainly not suggesting that, you know, you necessarily bring in different furniture for your meetings. Then again, taking your meetings to a different location is highly, highly, highly recommended. But even if I just apply that same thinking to a meeting and instead of just walking in with pen and paper, what if I took in butcher's paper? What if I took in crayons? What if I took in post-it notes and Sharpies? I know some of you are groaning because you walk in and you see the Sharpies in the post-it notes and go, oh, for crying out loud, I'll come to that later. But what if we approached our meetings with a similar mindset to approaching a panel conversation? The other thing too, when I'm running a meeting, I'm focused on ticking the very linear things off the meeting agenda. Have we discussed that? Yep, tick. Have we discussed that? Yep, tick. Whereas when I'm moderating a panel, I'm moving through often randomly the questions that I've prepared because what I'm allowing to happen is, you know, an an idea to be sparked here and another panellist jumping in here and then I'll go, oh, well, that's actually an interesting segue into a question that I had much further down in the conversation, but let's jump to that before I come back. Far more interesting and engaging and stimulating and thought-provoking and inspirational and problem-solving than when we just identify and talk through each of our topics in a linear, ordered fashion. In fact, some of the things that I love about panels is how we go off on tangents and then come back. I'm not sure that we give space for tangents in our meetings as often as we could. So I just I just wonder, I wonder how our meetings might be different if we gave some conscious thought, perhaps using some of the methodology that I've talked about in the last couple of weeks when it comes to moderating panels or any other methodology that you've come across, if we actually brought a different methodology, a different paradigm, a different technique to our meeting rather than assuming it's a meeting that needs to be chaired or a meeting that needs to be run. And look, I mentioned the whole, you know, roll of eyes and groan when people see poster notes. I had this experience quite literally just the other week. I brought together a number of stakeholders to start working on how we might solve some wicked challenges in the employment space. And they were expecting a brainstorming session and they walked in and there were post-it notes and there were Sharpies and there were big sticky post-it notes up on the wall. And sure, there is a groan. Sure, as the moderator, I needed to move through those first awkward 15 minutes of the conversation where people are like, are we really going to do this? 
But when you use those different methodologies, when you ask people to write in big capital letters on a post-it note, when you ask them to stand up and stick their post-it note next to other ideas that are similar to theirs, when you ask people to look at other people's ideas in a visual way rather than just talking, different ideas pop, different thoughts are stimulated. In fact, solutions reveal themselves so much more easily than when we're sitting, engaging that supposed left-hand side of the brain conversation. The other thing that I did in this particular brainstorming session was very similar actually to how I would prepare a panel. I sent them an email, not with an agenda, but outlining the outcomes, reminding them of why we were all coming together, connecting them back to a purpose bigger than themselves and not connecting them to a list of things that we were going to discuss, but rather why we were all coming together. What was the problem that we were coming together to solve? So I know it's kind of funny that I'm sitting here as somebody who talks about speaking with impact and I'm having one of those moments where I'm going, oh, God, maybe some of my meetings suck a bit and what could I do differently? I don't think all of my meetings suck, but there's all, there is always room for improvement, right? So I'm curious, how do you run your meetings? How do you ensure your meetings don't suck? Or do they fall into a bit of a rut? You know, like, oh, that's a meeting and I'll be impactful over here. This is just a standard WIP meeting that I've run with my team and I'll be impactful over here. How could you make your meetings more vibrant? more engaging, more stimulating, not just for you but for the people in the room and, you know, perhaps use up less time because people actually leave a meeting feeling energised instead of drained. They leave pumped and excited instead of, oh, yeah, it's just another week. How could you use your meetings to solve problems and generate momentum rather than just tick things off a list? And what do you think of using some of the techniques that we've talked about in terms of moderating a panel? What do you think about using those techniques to run a meeting? I would love, I would love, I really would love to hear what you have to think or say about that. So head over to the Speaking with Confidence Facebook group. That's literally Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. It's exactly the same title as this podcast. Head over to that group. And post, let me know, what do you think? What do you think about using panel moderating or other techniques to make your meetings suck less? So head over to Speaking With Confidence on Facebook and let me know. If you've got a meeting coming up today, I truly hope, I truly hope that you can run it in a way that doesn't suck. And I really look forward to having that conversation with you in the group. But in the meantime, here's to confidence and here's to impact. And I'll see you again soon.